we go. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. Of course, I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, every day, every week, we are here for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to help you head back to the window and cash those winning tickets Speaking of winning tickets, that's why we're here. Yeah, that is that's that's why we're here. Why'd you? Think? I thought we were here for the. I thought we were here for the jokes. No, we're not here for the jokes, buddy. The jokes are just a nice little added bonus that we we throw in absolutely free. It's a little charge. bonus. And a little bonus. I, I don't know how much the I don't know how much the rollover is for that bonus, but whatever <laughs> it is, we're def, we definitely could have made it higher. It's a uh, it's a fifteen x playthrough. I have bad news. Fifteen, okay. Yeah, it's most, a, most sports books giving you the casual seven to uh, nine rollover. No, we're giving you we're giving you the entire football season with with two bye weeks. That, that's that's pretty, all. That's also one helpful tip. Just accidentally, if you are new to sports betting, if you think they're giving you a hundred percent bonus, read the fine print. What do you say? You ever fall for you ever fall for that okie doke when you originally started uh, betting on one? Do what? Uh, falling for the rollover bonus uh, trap. Uh, you mean as far as being difficult to obtain said bonus? Yes, as in not, not knowing that there were certain strings attached to the multiplier on your deposit. Yeah, it's an, it's a most of them are well ten x playthrough. Scott, would you say that'd be the average? Give or take, yeah, which, it's anywhere which, from seven to ten x. If you are new to sports betting, what we're talking about is you have to play your initial deposit. You have to play that entire amount in bets. A certain number of times, seven times or seven x, ten x, etc. So, so if you deposit five hundred bucks and you get an one hundred percent bonus, it means you have to bet five thousand dollars worth of bets in Correct. order to actually withdraw your money. Correct. You have that's to put, what that means. You have to put five thousand dollars in play at danger. Brent... Some people don't know that's a thing. So, if you did not know that was yes. a thing, then keep an eye on the rollover fine print when you deposit for a bonus. Absolutely. Brandon Kubas is in the house. He said Friday was hilarious, fellas. Thanks. I'm pretty sure I was extremely drunk. So <laughs> drunk, drunk on tea. You know, I used to. Uh, obviously, Scott. In my younger days, I was certainly not uh, not above a nice Friday afternoon buzz. But the problem now is, if I were to have a like couple three beers at two o'clock in the afternoon, my fucking like my whole day would be gone. It'd, that'd just be it. So yeah, I can't. I can't, but I'm glad you enjoyed the show, man. We do try to make it fun. We do try to impart some information, have a little fun along the way. Matthew Torvik, sup, guys? Nothing. What's up with you, Matthew? Scott, how did your weekend go? Did you make some money? It was a, a very square Sunday. Books took a beating. Took a beating, buddy, as the overs and favorites cashed just about all the tickets. You and I, I remember our NFL show, we were on unders in like every fucking game. So, you know, we got pounded over there as far as the overs go. Uh, the Blue Bombers, the Blue Bombers, congratulations to the Blue Bombers won the Gray Cup. Nicely done. I uh, hope you didn't bet the Army-Navy over total. Live, uh, live out uh, 80 point total after the game went. I bet the under and one. Yep, absolutely, Brad. Once again, 16 years straight. And it it certainly could have it certainly could have gone over. I I was torn, Scott, and I, I wouldn't have won either way. But I was torn. I had Army T's down to minus one, and I was torn whether I was going to play uh, over twenty nine or under forty one. So I did go the, I did go the right direction there. I didn't go the right direction on the side. So 
for for me, I live bet the under. Uh, and I like the under anyway because I don't know how you're supposed to end up avoiding taking something that's cashed 15 in a row. But you ended up seeing 17 points in the first quarter, and the live total was in the 40s. And I said, say less. And I just immediately bet the under, and that cashed because you haven't seen one of those games reach the 40s since, I don't even know, 20 years ago? Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. Um, Jay Seaton has a... Uh talks about a, a certain bonus at a certain place. I'm not going to mention if you guys want to read it in the comments. I ain't mentioning any motherfuckers unless they're paying us money. So that's the way that goes. We And we don't, we've we've been, this site, I, that's one of the things I like about this site. Scott, they've been very cool since the beginning about not being sponsored by any sports book or having an affiliation. Um, we've kind of got a loose affiliation with points bet, but we haven't really done a lot. So, I mean, we're pretty, you know, I, I love the comments every once in a while people will say like, you're just a shill for the books. You give out these picks because that's what the books want and they give you a kickback. I fuck, I wish that were true. I wish there was some model where we had enough influence to move lines like that that we could absolutely get paid by the books. We don't get well, paid. Well, hope, I'm hoping PointsBet might do something because it's going to be legal in my state in probably about a month. Yep. So maybe we can work something out there. But right. as of right now, no, we have no attachments whatsoever. We just give out picks. That's it. Brandon DeLeo or Brandon DeLeo, my apologies for whichever one of those is wrong. He says, love y'all, been following for over a year now. Have only been betting about a year and a half, and I love you guys' content. Please don't ever stop. Well, we will certainly do our best. I love comments like that, dude, because you know we have people that comment, but you know and I know that there's a lot more people that watch the videos that don't say anything, so it's always cool when somebody says, hey, man, we love what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, we will keep uh, it Magellan, up. And to address that last question uh, with our thoughts on Milwaukee and Cleveland State and their respective matchups, Scott and I kind of saw eye to eye on college basketball, which was, oh no, oh no, not today. Horrible card. We were taking the day off from college. It's a terrible card. We're it not going to bother. It was a really bad night to have to keep our winning streak going. By the way, we have won seven in a row on Bet the Farm. We have won a, yep. uh, an, an actual, not a business week, but an actual week worth. So, hey, there was a lot going on, man. There was a lot going on yesterday. And uh, you know me, I could yak all day and then we'd be out of time. So let's take a look. And see what happened yesterday, Scott. There was a uh, a lot of action, a lot of uh, people that maybe took it uh, took it a little hard yesterday. Good news, bad news, winners, whiners. Let's start it off as we always do with the glass is half empty. Hey man, it's time to call the cops. All right, let's uh, get it rolling, shall we? Take a look. Surprise in the NFL. If you had the Browns. Minus two and a half against the Ravens. Uh, I think somebody had that for 300K. Oh, that makes my heart hurt right there. You're in great shape. You led by 18 at halftime. It was all Browns all the time. Lamar Jackson out for the rest of the game. Fucking counting that money up, baby. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, they forgot to read the script in the Baltimore uh, locker room because they came out and shut down the Browns. And uh, lo and behold, uh, well, uh, who the hell was it, Scott? Who was their quarterback? Huntley. How about that? Huntley. Huntley, that's right. Oh, of course it was. Uh, they outscored Cleveland 16 to nothing in the second half. Browns held on to win, so good news for Browns backer. Good news for Cleveland fans. Your team did okay. Bad news for Cleveland betters because uh, two and a half, that's more than two, and you're fucked. It's time to call the cops. And Looking at, in my opinion, the worst beat of the entire weekend. If you had the 49ers and the Bengals under, 48 and a half you had 26 points with about 10 minutes to go 
The Bengals were trailing by 14, not for much longer, as they scored 14 straight points. The game's going to overtime at 40. However, because of the overtime rules, you're pretty much fine. The only thing that you have to avoid is a field goal on the first drive and then a touchdown or some field goal, pick six, some nonsense, whatever. You ended up getting a field goal on the first drive and you're thinking, all right, maybe they'll tie. Maybe the game will land 46. Not quite. The Niners scored a touchdown, nine points in overtime just to go over. Game will end at 49. That's brutal. That's absolutely brutal. And it's the kind of thing, and I know we bitch about this all the time, but it's the kind of thing that you never seem to be on the right side of those. Well, even a touchdown on the first drive, you just win because they just end the game. There's I, only one way you can lose. I I know. I'm, man, I yeah, the math on that is just, it's brutal. So, and finally, folks, if you have the Washington football team plus six and a half against the Cowboys, kind of good news, bad news. You really weren't in it the whole the whole game until the end. And uh, the Cowboys, they kind of uh, played with their food there a little bit, Scott, as we like to say around here. Uh, Washington football team trailed by 13, less than five minutes left. They kicked a, uh, they scored a touchdown with a little over four minutes, cut it to seven. Extra point got blocked. Blocked, not missed, not hooked, not windblown, not double doinked. Just just a big paw right there. Blocked it. You think, well, you know what? That really doesn't matter. They still need to score the boy, yeah, it matters. It matters. They got the ball, they got the ball back. They right. shot there at the end. Yep, yep, yep. That's why you were thinking, you know, it, it didn't really matter, but it certainly mattered to betters. And it did. You you knew that Dallas was not gonna score if they got the ball back right. because they did nothing the entire second half and Dak was awful. I, he looked injured to me, but the point is he was bad regardless. So you knew that if that goes in, you're going to win because Dallas hasn't moved the ball for about the last hour and a half. Yep, yep, yep. Not good, not good. Uh, Washington football team couldn't move it on that drive at all, though. Just not not good at all. So the opposite of call the cops. These are the good news people. These are the people that are walking around with that little spring in their step. They're, they're walking on air like you see in the cartoons where they're just taking like three steps in the air. Uh, you know who you are, because why? You were sitting in a rocking chair. So, the first one was the Chargers, minus nine against the Giants. They led by 17 points at the half. Justin Herbert, pretty good. And the Chargers won by seven by uh, 16. Well, we'll find out how good he is on Thursday night as he goes up against that newfangled Chiefs defense that's shutting everybody down. Hey, if you had the Jags Titans uh, under 44 and a half, like my premium subscribers did, uh, you're in pretty good shape. They scored 10 points in the first half, and they redoubled their efforts. They scored 10 points in the second half. The Jaguars, they scored no points in no half. Uh, 20 nothing. Uh, Jaguars, awful, awful football team. Urban Meyer may survive this season. He will not be here. He will, will not be here next season. There's a hot take for you. I was going to say dead, dead men walking. Oh, mark. oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And tw- tw- 20, 20 nothing. The- yep. Yep. Good. Go. Yeah. If you had the Falcons plus two and a half against the Panthers, uh, led by 10 points at the half, Cam Newton, not very good. And the Falcons ended up winning by eight points. Poor Cam. I, I like him so much. I wanted, I wanted him to succeed so badly and you just knew which time, which time No, the, with Carolina this time this, or in general? No, no, this, well, in general, but this last time with Carolina, I really wanted something to be different than I wanted him not to be the player you and I just talked all off season about that he was. 
but he was that player. I, I, I like I like being right. Yeah, so I, I, I haven't really minded it. <laughs> you wouldn't have like you wouldn't have sacrificed being right one time for another human being's uh, success for him to have a a better life. I think I think you can. I the point maybe it's just me, but I've never really been a Cam Newton guy, even right. when he was good. I like his style. Maybe it's the the Instagram with the constant symbols instead of the actual texting. Is that is that what is that? His IG Which makes you crazy. Really a pain in the ass. That's really something that's always annoyed me. The dress code at the press conferences didn't help either. But I don't uh, know. I, I always thought that he was an overrated quarterback who kind of caught lightning in a bottle. And I respect that he had one of the best college seasons of all time at Auburn because he was so good that one year. But I've never really been a Cam guy. I just have never really been uh, somebody who bought into the hype, and I thought that he was kind of overrated his entire career. But the one MVP season was great, except for that one. You're saying he wasn't probably wasn't overrated that season. Well, even that season's a bit tainted because he didn't dive on the football in the Super Bowl. Yeah, true, true. Hey, so there's a lot of issues I've had with Cam over the years. I forgot to mention it up top. Don't forget, to, of course, to give us the old thumbs up, pound that like button, as the kids say. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't done so already. Is there really anybody out there watching this live that hasn't subscribed? Come on, make the commitment. That's what that's what we're asking. Of course, if you're out there on, or uh, will be, yeah. If you're on Facebook, you give us the heart or the like, whatever. Twitter, same thing. You know what are you going to say? Um, oh, that's right. Like and subscribe, or you'll be forced to forced to watch an entire oh nice Jaguars game. Nice. It's a double force. That's you per- have to watch two games. That, that fucking person's fired. I don't know. I don't know who's putting those together, but they are absolutely out of here. That's right. You'll be forced to watch an entire Jaguars game. By the way, I want to ask Browns backer a question because, of course, he is the Browns fan uh, in the chat. Do you think that Baker Mayfield should still be starting? Because I feel like that we've talked about this in the past where I thought that when he was injured, I thought Keenum was an improvement over an injured Baker. Keenum barely played. He came in quickly because I think Baker had to go through concussion protocol after taking a sack or something. But are we sure that a healthy Keenum's not better than current form Baker? Because I made that argument weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and I've seen nothing that'll change my mind. No, you keep thinking that maybe Baker's going to get a little better. Maybe that shoulder will continue to heal. His other maladies will maybe get a little bit better, but it doesn't seem to be the case. I, I just don't see it. I'm not saying Keenum's good, by the way. That's not my argument. But you can tell that an injured Baker, what what's the ceiling there? Sorry, I'm still I'm still I'm 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 a I'm a sucker for bad puns and Brownsbacker said you more of a crank guy than a cam guy. There. <laughs> and then put motor joke. That's just the fucking best right there. Sorry, I'm easily amused. Uh by the way, hello Brownsbacker. Welcome to the show. Groot. Like, well, let me know what you think. Would you rather have Baker back yes. there in current form, or would you rather have Keenum? I would like to know that. Groovy Caps says that the Rams are desperate to win this game. Tyler Thigby, first touchdown, plus 1,400. I don't hate that. I also I also am probably going to play Zach Ertz at plus 1,600, first touchdown. I'm not going to lie. Okay. What would you, what'd you, what'd you think of that game last night? Were you, were you pretty thrilled about that? Um, what did I think of it? Yeah. Uh, Green Bay's offense is pretty good. Uh, my takeaway is Green Bay's defense has been an issue in the playoffs in particular in pretty much every single NFC Championship game Rodgers has been in. <laughs> it's kind of been the reason why he hasn't made the Super Bowl as as many times as he's probably been inclined to because the defense has let him down so many times. You give up 30 points to Chicago. Yes, there was a punt return touchdown in there. 
but special teams have been an issue for Green Bay for years. My main takeaway, I think Rodgers should be MVP. He's not going to win it. They're going to give it to Brady, but I would vote for Rodgers. And I think Green Bay is a top two, three team in the league. But I do think that defense is going to get torched by Tampa in the playoffs. It's hard to argue with. J.R. Black, Black in the house, great day. Um, because the thing is, that when it comes to game breakdowns, you knew you knew the Packers were going to win going in. Chicago never beats Green Bay. I mean, you knew that Green Bay was going to win the game before the game even started. The point was, how impressive would they look? The offense was great, but the issue with Green Bay year in and year out is against good teams defensively. They fall apart. Yep. And I have seen nothing that suggests they're going to keep it together for a full playoff run. By the way, Brownsbacker said he'd ride with Baker. Said Baker had a 91 rating yesterday. A lot of it was first half, but yes, that is true. Just saying. Well, well actually, all of, all, all of it was first half because they literally scored no points. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, <laughs> what, what this game came down to, I don't, you said you didn't watch it, right? Uh, the NFL, the uh, Sunday night game? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did not watch it. Because what it, what it came down to, as far as the cover went, was whether you thought the uh, gunner made a good enough effort to get back in from the from out, from out of bounds on on the punt because at the end of the game with whatever the fuck there was 3 4 minutes left uh green bay fumbled the punt right into the guy's hands um mm. and easy recovery in fact he was we recovered it on the fly and of course went into the end zone as we all have learned you can't advance a muffed punt however it was called back on the uh uh, whatever the fuck they call that, uh, it's a, some sort of procedure. Uh, illegal, it's, whatever. It's, it's some sort. It's some sort of procedure penalty, is whatever it is. But they said he didn't make enough of an effort to get back in from out of bounds. I thought it was a fucked up call. I thought the flag should have never, never been thrown, and that should have been a turnover. And it would have. It was like at the ten, maybe, maybe the fourteen, whatever. Some inside the twenty for sure. It's quite likely that the Bears would have been able to get the cover out of that. So yeah. Uh, Caps, I, I hear your point. I, I understand that Green Bay has been injured defensively and they're getting some guys back, but I've seen it too many times. Whether they're in Lambeau, whether they're not in Lambeau, Tampa's might be getting Antonio Brown back at some point, maybe question mark. I don't know exactly what his story is. He, I don't know if he got a new fake COVID card, but I still have a hard time trusting Green Bay's defense after all these years of just constant disappointment when it comes to NFC Championship game performances. There's so many of them. David, the Italian, says he's going to the dentist shortly, then to the liquor store for a box of wine. David, as a seasoned professional in both of these areas, might I suggest you doing that in the other order? Go get the go get the liquor My, first. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you should probably go to the dentist drunk so you find it more enjoyable. Uh, I don't even say do that. I'm just saying <laughs> once you get that dental work done, you're not going to feel like getting out, driving, picking up the shit. Get your wine first. A fine, a fine box of wine. I heard that whiskey numbs the pain. I did see the doppelganger of Rogers. It was fucking amazing. Scott, you should look for that clip on YouTube. Put in put in Rogers doppelganger Green Bay game. It's it was Love yeah, it. the bearded Rogers absolutely correct. So, who do you think who do you think should be MVP by the way? Cuz I know that Brady's the classic, you know, he's he's old as hell. He's been great. He's going to win the award. I think Rogers has been the best quarterback in the league for the entire season. Is that a hot take? I don't know, if it's a hot take. Um I think the I think this the stats is what I would want to see, um, and I don't know. I know Brady leads the league in touchdown passes. Yeah, Brady uh, has good numbers, but if you're asking me per game basis, I think Rodgers has been the best player in the entire league. Well, they're not going to give it to Rodgers, so. Oh, 100 percent, they're not giving it to him. I didn't say he's going to win. 
I'm just saying if I had a vote, I would pick Rodgers. I would say it's very close, just anecdotally without digging into the numbers because I don't have them in front of me. But um, AB will be back for Tampa Bay after the NFL suspension. Says Jim, hey, Jim, what's up, buddy? I can see Jim out there. Jim gets to watch his little birdies fly because he's pretty much the one that got us all set up on our show and all that. So good to have Jim in the house. Jim is also the co-host of Just Parlays. God damn it, Scott, I did it again. I, I plugged us and not parlays. Listen to this dude. They hit parlays every day. I'm in, I'm in awe. I'm, I, I would say that even if it wasn't on our network, the WWSBN, by the way. It's Chris King. Is it Jim? And I'm glad, I'm glad to have Jim in here. It's... Is it one? Are you guys staying with the one thirty, or did you move it earlier permanently? Please let me know because we're trying to plug the time we've been up, the one thirty p.m. Eastern time, just parlays. So uh, I think it's still one thirty. I think they just had. It was one just a one-time thing. Okay. All right. I just I it was one of the things I meant to ask Jim over the weekend, and I forgot. So we'll do it here in real time. Hey, you know there was some some uh, some other stuff going on, and let's not blow it off because we've got some we've got some good ones today, Scott. Normally I would just like start yakking and forget to do it, but we're not because we've got some excellent ones to talk about here. Um, Scotty, you know the drill. You know what your parents say to you. My, mine still, my, if mine were alive, they would still say it to this day. Ah, you know what? I'm not mad, Scott. I'm just disappointed. So I'll let you, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, close to your I, home. I will. I will do this. You know, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed in the Las Vegas Raiders. They were nine and a half point underdogs against the Kansas City Chiefs. They weren't competitive in the first game out there in Vegas. Figured, you know what? Different kind of attitude. This is It's a must-win game for the Raiders, Scott. Their margin of uh, error is zero. They got all fired up. They I made went, a fortune selling Raider stock for the last two months. They went out and they, uh, they had a meeting on the Arrowhead logo at the stadium to fire them up. Yeah, yeah, here we go. First play from scrimmage, little sweep. They string it out, punch the ball out. There goes Mike Hughes into the end zone. It's seven nothing Chiefs after I think about twenty two seconds. Congratulations Raiders, you're fucking out raidering yourself yet again. I said on my video, Scott, I took the under in that game. I said the Chiefs scored forty one the first time. They would not score forty one in the second game. You're right. I was right. So suck it. They scored forty eight. Uh, Raiders trailed by 32 at halftime, including being down 35. And of course, Scott doing what? Your favorite thing? What'd they do? Oh, you mean stomp, stomping on the logo? And no, no, no. Game. They kicked a field goal. They're down 30. Oh, of course. They're down 35, nothing. You know what we need here? It's a field goal. So it's it's 35-3 at halftime. They lose 48-9. Fucking Raiders. God damn it. I don't think they circled. I don't think they circled the stadium this time. Hey, by the way, I've got a great idea. If you ever want to, I, I got to come up with clever messages because I know exactly where the route that the buses take out of the stadium. It's about I could. It's about twelve minutes from my house. I could be there on the corner. I could literally stand next to the road and hold up like clever, funny signs. I was going to do it yesterday, and I ran out of time. I was going to tell uh, uh, Mark Davis I was going to give him the information on a barber shop here in town, and nice. say and say call these guys. Anyway. Sorry, <laughs> that going off the rails. Uh, just got to beat the shutout. Yeah, I guess the STM Network thinking about the shutout in the first. Well, they half, already beat yeah. the shutout. They kicked the field goal ten the first half. That's what he was saying though, with the with the field goal. As a well, that, that was with like one second left. They attempted another one in the second half. Oh yeah, they, that, or, uh, yeah. Or, wait, did they? No, they didn't because they had the touchdown to uh, Renfro. Yeah, they just. So, uh, no, they attempted a field goal before half. He, yeah, he pulled the extra point. They 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 kicked the extra point. But yeah, he, he that's pulled right. It, so. All right, so you now know, Renfro guy, pretty good. 
Yeah, not bad at all. Good thing because uh, that was all they had. As they had no shot of that once Waller was out. None. None. And for the record, by the way, what with Waller being out and everything, I thought this team would fall apart because I didn't think it was very good. It doesn't even have to do with the distraction with the rugs. This team just isn't good. No. no. Like, I'm sorry they overachieved for the first couple of weeks there. They weren't a good football team. If you've been listening to this show uh, for the last couple of months, you know that I was selling the Raiders all season long, even when they w- did have a winning record. They're not talented. The team's not good. They do this every year. They get off to yeah, a de- they get off to a decent start. They go to five and three, six and two, and then they just fucking they raider. They just raider. Even they the raider all stuff, over the place. Gruden elite. Like no, they won a couple games anyway. But you look at the overall team. Cars okay, but the the talent is non-existent. The defense is after the front four. The defense is still awful. Just is it a front awful. four? Or is it a front two? No, they've got well two and a half because you've got Nassib. Okay. So you got the two ends and you All got right. Nassib, although he was hurt didn't yesterday. Nassib have injury issues too? Yeah, he was hurt yesterday. He was out. He didn't play yesterday. So I'm saying you, you had pretty much Ngakwe, who's also been a non-factor for part of the year, been injured as well. Crosby's been very good. So <laughs> I said a front two. That's all you got. Mark Davis is a hottie. <laughs> oh, that's outstanding. All right. So um, we got one more. And man... This is you could have talked about a lot of games of this, like we talked about at the top of the show. The uh overs and the favorites cruise yesterday. It was a day four squares, Scotty. Um apropos of nothing, I went three and oh my premium place. <laughs> but I will say I had the Chiefs first half, I had an under, I had one of the three unders that hit, and I had one favorite as I had Tampa Bay. And that was pretty much a fucking bank shot from half court. Uh, he ended up getting the cover there. But a lot of reasons. The odds makers were drunk yesterday. We've picked our favorite. Let's find out. Break those bottles. Scott? So we got to go back to Sunday Night Football matchup between the Bears and the Packers. Total in that game was 43. Can I interest you in 45 points? In the second quarter. In the second quarter. By itself. Game landed 75. Oh, it was, that was just, uh, I, there were so many people melting down in Packers Twitter. It was 45 fun. points in a quarter. It was, it was funny to see. It was funny to see. You know, I remember we, uh, we had a bet on the Denver-Washington Super Bowl. I was flying back from Los Angeles. I'd won a contest as, a, a comedy contest in Kansas City. When the, the trip was to LA, back. So we're flying back from is that, LA. Is that the Doug Williams one? Um, no, it was the one they lost. It was it was the uh, oh, okay. it was the, uh, the Timmy Smith one. Because we get up, we, oh, okay. we've got Denver plus ten. Okay, we fly, we land in Memphis from LA. That's right. We're flying back to Kansas City through Memphis. Of course, we land there. The pilot says it's the end of the first quarter. It's one nothing. Uh, it's ten nothing Denver. We're like, oh fuck, we're golden. We get off the plane. We sit down in the bar. We watch it. Washington scores five touchdowns in the second quarter. 35 points. We get back on the plane. We know we're fucked. And we were, of course. But, uh, yeah, that was – that's so when I think of quarters, I think of the 35 points in that quarter. But to have 45 last night, phenomenal. And you throw a field goal in there. Good God. Unbelievable. Mm, so, like we talked about, it's kind of a weak card that tonight. Was against De- that was the Doug Williams Super Bowl. What the hell are you talking about? It was Doug – but I remember the Timmy Smith Super Bowl. It was a Doug Williams one. Yeah, they scored a bunch of points in the second quarter. They killed him. 
That's what I just told yeah, you. Yeah, Doug that. Williams Super Bowl. That's what I said. Love to hear what you think about uh, the uh, Nunez lost or the card overall. Thought it was very entertaining. A lot of great fights. I actually watched the main event, Scott. That's when I got home. I was out messing around. We disagreed on everything. Yeah. When you were That's... giving me updates on your picks. Well, I hit the. We disagreed on everything. I hit the first one. I hit the. I hit. Uh, I hit the yeah. O'Malley. O'Brien. Uh yeah, O'Malley killed him in the first round. Yeah, I had yeah, and so I'm like I'm off and running. I'm like I can't I can't fucking lose. <laughs> and then and then I lose the but next. But you told three. me what picks you had. I know. after you bet them. Yes, which didn't really make any sense. What do you mean? But I want you to know what I had, so you could you root for me. I figured you'd ask me for some points. Oh fuck no! <laughs> I made a video. On, I made oh, a video on the card. I no, I I do. I recognize you for nothing. No. Well, my thoughts on the actual card. I literally opened up the UFC card. Uh, I opened up the UFC site. And I go, oh, this guy knocks him out a lot of the times. He's the favorite. I'll take him by knockout. That's pretty much my strategy. So yeah, yeah go Glenn ahead. Wants to know my thoughts on the card. I made rough. I made three plus units. So I had, I had a lot of great thoughts on the card. I lost a quarter uh, unit. Suck it. <laughs> There's a very entertaining uh, card. I thought that the Oliveira Poirier fight would end relatively quickly. I thought it ended in one of the first two rounds. It ended in the first minute of the third round, which is a bit unfortunate for me. Who had that but one right? Who had that Nunes one right, fight was one of the biggest upsets of all time in pretty much any combat sport. Uh, Nunez looked really good first round. She leg kicked the hell out of her, and I thought that that was going to be the story of the fight. I thought that Nunez would keep attacking the lead leg and eventually just lean on it. And then Pena started to connect in the stand-up, and Nunez got stubborn, started going for big shots. And she absolutely just gassed herself. And Pena took care of business. So congrats to her. And they're probably going to run a rematch immediately. So I'm assuming you'll get one of those. But yep. I thought it was a great card. Very entertaining. And hopefully the card next week with uh, Black Beast Derek Lewis is going to be fun as well. There you go. Uh, Brian Crawford said, that's why I always have a hard time betting the unders. You're always in the game with the over. You were done in the under last night at halftime. I would posit that um, you don't have to mess around and watch the second half of the game. You get the rest of your Sunday night free. So, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to bet unders. It's uh, the t-shirts that you see, life's too short to bet unders. I buy none of that. I, I, I cheer and I will watch a game with an under. I enjoy watching a game with an under. I know that makes me a freak. Not only do I bet unders because that's where the value is. I bet under because I'm not, I'm, I enjoy watching those 11 play drives and then going forward on fourth down at the 12 yard line and not getting it. I, I get, I get a big, I get a big thrill out of that as much as if you're playing it over and you get a 75 yard touchdown pass. That's, that's just me. I'm, I'm always going to skew under because why Scott, why would you skew under when you bet? Why would you skew under? Yeah. Why would, why would you tend to look at the under before you look at the over and making a bet? Very because you like to Because you like to torture yourself? No, beca because, because <laughs> odds makers know the public likes to bet overs and the lines are shaded to the over. Plus, if you want to go just go by NFL alone, it's been really kind to underbetters for the majority of the season. Uh, that's that's also true. That's that's also true. Uh, teaser had the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Patriots. You like the Rams tonight? You want to talk well, about I see that? a question mark. So are you... Are you saying that you already had that, or are you saying the Chiefs and Patriots for next week? Because there's a question mark there. Okay. All right. So I'm not sure if the truth is when it comes to if you're talking about a look at a line, as much as I enjoy usually betting on look at lines, trying to figure out where the lines are going to move, trying to beat early movement, can I really bet any sport extremely early now with all the COVID outbreaks? Well, not just in the NBA. Yeah. It's like half the NBA is COVID at this point. Yeah, it's a little, uh, 
little sketchy over there. Uh, JC Stone says Arizona hopes to win it all. Arizona hoops to win it all plus twenty five hundred. I mentioned them. I mentioned yeah. Baylor as well. They're the new number one. Mm-hmm. Playing good. Playing, Baylor playing good looks basketball. like the best team in the country. Said that weeks ago, and they look. What they hold Villanova to like thirty points yesterday. Uh yeah, oh, yeah, it was brutal. They That's nuts. Put the beat down on them. Uh, Three. I don't know who the Rams have next week. I know that the Chiefs have San Diego on Thursday night, or the Chargers rather. I, it's hard to bet against these Chiefs right now. It is. Um, it really, is. there is no team in the. I mean, NFL. You know my thoughts. There's no team in the Said NFL. Weeks that ago, wants, I'm expect. Yeah. It wants to play that team that like showed up yesterday. There's, you you watch yeah. you watch that offensive and defense. There's no team wants any part of that of that Chief squad right there. I said weeks ago I already penciled in Chiefs Patriots AFC title game. I, I penciled it in weeks ago. Very good. Uh, I already did a six point teaser with the Packers and Dolphins for Sunday. Houston. Dolphins better be playing the Jets. That's that's just my that's my argument for you. Why are the Rams getting so much love tonight, Brad? My my theory is because it's a must win for the Rams. It's a bigger, I think there's two factors. It's a bigger game for the Rams than it is for Arizona. Yeah, I think that's one factor. The other one is even though Arizona won game one handily this season, McVay historically has owned uh, Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. So that's I do true. think that's the two-part factor there. Very true. Uh, STM number, Kansas City, four straight covers after all the talk about them not being able to cover. Well, it wasn't just talk. They'd gone 2-14 and 14 against the number or whatever it was. So, yeah. They watch, they watch our show. We'll see. Uh, that's a, he brings up a great point. He said, we'll, 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 learn about the, we'll learn a lot about the, the Pats and the Chiefs. Uh, Pats have to play Indy, and the Chiefs have to play the Chargers. We'll see how both of those games go. We'll learn a lot about those teams. If those are both easy victories for the Pats and the Chiefs, you can absolutely put them in your title game right now. No question about it. One team I don't know what to think of is the Colts because that team can beat anybody, yep. and they can lose to anybody, yep. which kind of sums up the entire AFC. But are the Colts a potential dark horse to make a run here and there? Maybe, but I don't know what to think of that team. You know, Well, if you believe in old school football, if you believe you have to be able to run the football and play defense to win in the playoffs, there's your, there's your team right there. I do in bad weather. They're playing in a dome. <laughs> I mean, I guess the bright side is they're not going to get home field. So they will have to play in some bad environments in the playoffs, which could help when they're on the road. But I do find it kind of ironic that one of the best rushing teams in the league plays indoors. Yep, agreed. Uh, we're going to start us. Hey, what's up, Zach? What's up, Zach? Good to see Zach on Facebook. Uh, who do you like in the Pats, Colts? Uh, real quick, Colts open plus one, moved to minus two. I'm not, I'm not fading. I'm, I actually like the Colts. I actually like the Colts in that game, but I'm, I'm gonna have to wait and see and wait to hear more about injury reports, etc. Right. But I do think the line movement's telling. Even though I like New England to make a deep run in the playoffs, it does seem like it's a really good spot for Indianapolis because of the fact that we know New England offensively is not great. If they can dominate up front, which most teams have not been able to do against New England, I do think the Colts could have a lot of success offensively. Right. The question is, do you think Wentz is going to turn the ball over two, three times? That's really all the game's going to come down to, isn't it? Yeah. They, they, well, the ability from of New England to stop the run, and that's that's pretty much it. And when how much and how much Belichick trusts Mac, and that's what STM Network says. Uh, he said, "I don't trust Mac Jones," and you're in good company because neither does his coach. His coach doesn't trust him either. So they ran, yeah. they, they threw three passes in a game, in a, in, a, in a football game in the 21st century, three passes. Brandon Kubas says Chargers plus three and a half Thursday. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to roast you for that, bud. They're playing at home. They beat the shit out of the Chiefs last time. I don't blame you at all. I'm just saying this Chiefs team is playing really good football right now. That's, 
Yes, they are. I the, the offense looked good yesterday. It seems like against the Raiders, they just have the number every time. But the defense piecing it together is one of the best jobs in the entire league because they were on historically bad pace after about the first month and change. But I do think the Chiefs offensively need to show a little bit more consistency before I dive in fully. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, James James S. checking in from the Northeast. Uh, <laughs> says seven in a row and you're still questioning the Pats. Yeah, that's fair enough. You know, and that, I, I, I'm not, I think they're going to make it a deeper on the playoffs. Agreed. I, do, I think that the line is pretty telling, though. And the fact that the line has moved so much against the team that has won seven in a row makes it seem like they're giving you the okie doke on New England. See, we've we've played the Pats consistently over the last two months. Um, I've, you know, we, I have. We've we've probably taken some shots at Mac Jones, and it's it's more in the context of what Belichick thinks with him. I think Mac Jones has done a fine job. I don't, you know, is he is he offensive rookie of the year? Maybe, maybe. He's having a, he's having a fine. I think he's, think he's going to win the award, in my opinion. He's having a he's having a fine season. He's having he's having an absolute and and that defense is for real. So no, we're not. Are we still doubting New England? We're still doubting everybody. <laughs> That's kind of what we do. We don't. We hate everyone. You know, I'm right now. I'm on the Chiefs. Scott says oh, I got. I don't trust the offense. Oh, fair enough. That makes sense. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, I like the Patriots. And like, well, do you trust Mac Jones? So it's really the AFC. I do think when it comes to winning a Super Bowl, I think Green Bay is good enough. I think Tampa's good enough. I think the Chiefs are good enough, but I do think that the offense has had moments where if they get into a shootout and the defense does break, am I sure the offense is going to be able to get into a shootout like they have in previous years? I don't know the answer to that yet. Miguel Anola says the Saints should never pass also. <laughs> That's definitely true. They should run a fucking single wing and just be done with it. Uh, Nathan Cerna. I had Taysom Hill as my DFS quarterbacks. So that worked out pretty well for me yesterday. Uh, Nathan Cerna in the casino right now says is uh, he's got Rhode Island minus five and a half. See you at the window. Absolutely, buddy. Sure. Let's head back to the window. All right. So real quick, Scott, we'll talk, we talked a little bit about that game. Anything we we do have a we do have a bet on the game, or we have a, our bet the farm play is going to be on the NFL game. It was just such a dry night in basketball. Um, anything you want to say about the game? The Rams are going to take care of business. Uh, for this game, lines lines I, lines move towards uh towards Arizona. By the way, went from uh, I'm sure it has. I like Arizona. Uh, I just a spot where Stafford is a quarterback who is what he is. He's good against bad teams. He's bad against good teams. That's been the summary of his entire career. I know that McVay has made him look extremely sharp at times, but there's been a lot of let's just say growing pains throughout the first year of that relationship. But I do think that Arizona is a team. I mean, you're talking about New England getting disrespected. They've won seven in a row. Arizona has what the best record in the league? Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> and do. Nobody's taking them seriously. It was like I, it was I like when Pittsburgh was ten and zero last year. You're like, well, yeah, but it's, that's not right. Yeah, but we saw some writing on the wall there. Arizona has been winning games even when Kyler was not there. Yeah, because he missed about a month and nobody noticed. And Hopkins and, and, and Hopkins, Hopkins were both out. Right, and they lost JJ Watt, but at this stage in his career, that's not as big of a deal as no. people made it out to be. But the point is, Arizona is still a very solid football team. The Rams are a team that seems to pick on weaker teams, kind of like Stafford, and then fall apart against good teams, with the exception of the Tampa game earlier this year. But I'm going Arizona at home. I like the over. I think you'll see points. But I do think that the Rams' defense will struggle to contain everybody. Give me the Cardinals and the over. Yeah. 
Yep. You know, uh, by the way, Jacob, Jacob Houston says, I worry that Frank Reich, well, where Frank Reich, Frank Reich will outsmart himself. We have one of those coaches in Kansas City also that is a brilliant offensive mind. And sometimes, at least once a game, he has to let you know it. He just has to let you know how smart he is. And sometimes those plays work and sometimes they fail spectacularly. As far as tonight goes, Scott. Good question by Miguel, by the way. What, one uh, question by Miguel. He says he has a six teamer that pays out 1500 with the final pick being Arizona minus three. And he wants to know how much he should hedge. And okay. I'm curious what your philosophy is on hedging. <sighs> yes. Yes. If you, if you can get a decent prize, I'm, I'm looking up. You got the money line in front of you. Well, the point is, if you go money line, then you could end up losing if you get a Polish middle. Well, you don't you don't do the you don't do a full hedge. I mean, do you, would you? Saying, you said money line, so that's that's why I'm I'm clarifying. So, no, you take well, yeah, that's that's the problem. So he's got it for how much? He's got fifty to win what? That I don't know. He he just said how much the payout was, but he said it was a six teamer. So six teamer. I'm assuming it was probably a maybe a hundred. So five team, five teamer pays twenty two. Fuck, I don't even know what it is. I mean, I don't know if he had any dogs in there. I don't know whatever, but maybe a hundred, maybe fifty bucks. Okay. I don't know. So that'd be my guess. I would. I would generally speaking forty dollars. Okay, I was close. Okay, all right. So he's got he's got a forty to win. How much? Twelve hundred. Uh, fifteen fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. I don't know. I'd I'd probably do a partial hedge just to give myself a little taste. I'm usually if I'm going to hedge, I'm going to hedge probably a, a third, forty percent. Well, something Miguel, like that. I'm not, I don't want to get into your current financial status, but it really depends on how badly you need any money of any kind. Because if you bet forty bucks on it and you can win fifteen hundred, are you willing to part ways with forty dollars for a dream? That's kind of what I'm asking. Because you could hedge it. You could put in five hundred, make a worst case scenario four hundred dollar profit, but would you be annoyed at winning a thousand instead of fifteen hundred? Okay, and I'm going to give you the other so, side of that. that... I, I th a lot of people I feel like have different thoughts on it because some people like to let it ride because you've won five in a row, so why wouldn't you try to win six in a row? But if you put forty bucks on it and you're willing to lose forty bucks, I don't mind letting it ride for a little bit. Maybe a small hedge to win a hundred, two hundred something. You can buy dinner or something just to celebrate the five picks. But I don't know if you need a full hedge. When you put forty bucks in it to win fifteen hundred, is that fair? Yeah, it is, and you know that's the that's the thing. I would probably, I, for me personally, I'm gonna I'm gonna like I said about a third or about forty percent for a, for a hedge, and but I will go. I'll take the other side of that. I'll take the mathematical side, Scott. You know, it's, it's like playing poker. It doesn't matter what the chips say on them. It's they're all units. So whether it's forty to win fifteen hundred, or you know a dollar a dollar to win for fifty, whatever. Mm -hmm. it shouldn't matter. It, you should play it the same way every time. Just there's a, there's a way to do it correctly and there's a way to not do it. So I don't think, I mean, I understand in the real world, you let your emotions come into it and you think about the $1,500, you think about Christmas, you think oh, I could have 400 bucks guaranteed, that kind of thing, you know? So I get it. But in, you know, if you, if you're playing, if you're playing the long game to make money, there's a way to play it correctly and a way not to play it correctly. So, well, Betsy mentions a good point where you can try the live hedge. Of yes. course, you need a good first half. Yes. But the argument would be if the Cardinals are up seven or 10, you can grab a live piece of Rams plus seven and a half and aim for a middle. 
Yeah. That's always an option. And hopefully it won't turn into the Tampa Bay debacle. Well, it ended up being not a debacle, but it just about wasn't. So but uh, for, for mid-game hedging, I do agree with Betsy. I do think that if you can create a situation where you could even hedge while potentially winning both, that's a dream case scenario. Yep. Oh, yeah. If you could, oh, yeah. You, you could hedge yourself into a middle. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Love the middle, Scott. Love the middle. Hey, buddy, let's get to it. Let's uh, let's talk about it. There's just one thing left to do here on this uh, bright Monday. It is to let you know that Scott and I have really uh, been putting our heads together. And as and as the streak grows, we have, I've told you this before, we are spending more time. We disagree more. It's not more like just, hey, this was, yeah, okay, let's just go with that. We are uh, we're discarding a lot of plays is what I'm telling you. We have come down to this one. Seven in a row, guys. It's uh, it's time once again to climb aboard your tractor, get a straw hat. Somebody said we need to get. I think Joan said we need to get straw hats. I totally one hundred percent agree. We need to buy straw hats. So uh, let's fire that bad boy up, guys. Get ready. We're heading out to the back forty to check out all of our new property on today's Bet the Farm. <laughs> Scott, I I can't remember. Uh, how do we do? How did we do over the weekend? Uh, we had Murray State plus ten and a half against Memphis, and they won outright. Never a doubt. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Murray State, man, we we thought we were going to be morons. They're down. What are they down? Fifteen at halftime. Twelve at halftime. Whatever it was. Didn't matter. It's Murray. It's Murray State. What the hell are you people worried about? I guess you can say they race to the finish line. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I did it. I know you did. When you win, you can say things like that. All right. Well, tonight, guys, (laughs) we're playing a prop. We are playing the young fella from Georgia, the moon-faced boy himself. It's Matt Stafford over a half an interception. We just need one pick from Matt Stafford. It's minus 115 on DraftKings. Allow me to make our case. Matt Stafford has thrown nine picks on the season. He's thrown an interception in three of the last four. The only team he didn't throw an interception against, Jacksonville. He has thrown a pick in six of his last nine against every defense that had any sort of a pulse. He has not been able to, uh, Detroit, Houston, and Jacksonville did not pick him off. Other than that, it's been open season on young Matt Stafford. And the Cardinals, uh, they can pick some balls off because they have 12 picks in 12 games. I'm not sure about this. I'll have to do the math, but I think that's about one per game, Scott. So that is a, uh, that is uh, certainly, yep, that's what it comes down to. I just needed to double check that there. And last but not least, kids, um, I don't have it written down, but it's a, uh, this pick, we've made it before, and we're going to be the gambler's fallacy, and we're going to thumb our nose at the gambler's fallacy, Scott, we're going to say this pick, it's due. JC, you're stealing our thunder, you put in um due a second before we said that was the, the logic behind our <laughs> Damn it! Damn, Damn it! We're due, man, we're Damn all due. It. I think think this will be the third or fourth prop. We have taken the first third or fourth time we've taken an interception prop. We are over. It is fucking due. That is, this is our third. That would have been my guess. So that's going to be it, kids. Matt Stafford to throw an interception tonight. Hopefully it'll be happening in the first quarter. We can all celebrate, pop the champagne and get her done. All right, you guys. Hey, thanks for being part of the show today. Thanks for watching. 
Thanks for listening. Of course, we appreciate it. And yeah, that's it. Kicked off the week in fine fashion. Had some fun. Made some picks. You guys come back and see us. Don't forget to check out Just Parlays. 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time every single day or Monday through Friday right here on the WWSBN. For now, I'm Scott Steen. He's Scott Reichel. You guys take care. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you.